Can two gambling men share a studio without driving each other crazy? You bet. The Odds Couple, only on ESPN 1000, Chicago Sports Talk, and Chicago Sports Betting Leader. It's Friday night. Let's gamble. Let's make money. It's the Odds Couple, and it's the debut. I'm Carmen DeFalco, joined by the legendary Mike North. You didn't stay in retirement too long. I'll tell you what. I took an Uber from Huntley. Everybody's amazed by that. It's like going to the moon, according to them. Making that big a deal. You remember what it's like down here? I loved it. You know what? I love being back down here. It has been a while for me and BB's here today. Jeff Schwartz is here today. Jim Pastor's here today. Adam Delavant. We just had a pizza party. Want to thank Lou Malnati. We just met the sales crew. I mean, just a great group of people that we had a good time with. So we're going to be doing this show every week. We're going to show people how to gamble, how to win. We're going to show them the way I've won over the last five years. Carmen, I don't know your record completely. I listen to you periodically. but you know as good as yours. Well, what I do is I did, you know, things like what happened was, and I'll tell a brief story, is I sat in for two two shows back, way back, if everybody remembers. Last July. And then they said, we can't do this again. (laughs) Uh, And then I said... You know what? I remember Ted telling Adam Delavant when he came out to see me. I said, you know, I'm a pretty good handicapper. And, uh, you know, he looked at me like they all did. And then I actually started handicapping. Then it was in the Sun-Times. I go 18-1-1. And then people find out I'm doing good now. I'm 20 out of my last 26 in college basketball, as you know. I put out a video the other day. Everything's going to be documented here. We're not going to try to hide anything from anybody. We're not going to be people that will tell you what to take. And then when they lose, ignore it. I think that's important. I really do. I'm with you. You can't, and you know, like we, you, you, we, we won't get in here and promise. I, I never promise anybody that we can uh, always give out winners. You can't do it. You have to go into this knowing that there's always risk involved, that there's human error involved, there's a human element to all these games. Gambling is hard. Gambling on the NFL, when we get to that later in the year, is very, very hard. It's the this worst. Is, it's the toughest. It, it gambling is the toughest. in the NFL is, is the toughest. The easiest is baseball and hockey. Probably. The NBA's been a rough this year. Because of no defense, the over and uh, uh, unders used to be 190. Well, that's the difference. 30 years ago, now it's 220. The three-point shot has changed oh, the NBA Brings back time. teams when they're down 24. Absolutely. And that's what you can do. Now, NCAA basketball, if you want a pure game of basketball, you play and you play NCAA basketball because they're going to try the whole game. Yeah. They play 30 games. Usually they do. Yeah. Even senior nights and even teams that are 6-19, and 19, you take them with my system. Sometimes with my system, I don't want to take games, but I got to take it. If it's the most glaring game out there, you take it. So if, it's, if it fits within whatever you have, you call it the system. If, it, if mm-hmm. it's a game that you're looking at and you think, I don't like it, but there are certain parameters that fall into place for you, you say, I'm going to bet it anyway. Right, and then Vegas will make their adjustments to the Sharpies and know whatever. And, you know, I never bought the, 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 the stuff that where they say, you know, the sharp guys like this. Yeah. There's no sharp guys. You, know, you don't believe that? Nah, I think that the guys that set the lines, they get fooled sometimes, too. I mean, uh, you see lines sometimes you can't believe that Vegas actually fed them to the computer. So you got to look for the mistakes. But the best bet is sometimes the, the bet you don't make. Yeah. You stay away from certain bets, and you go, boy, I really like that game. I should have bet it. Then you see it loses by 20. That's where we're going to be here today, too, because sooner or later, gambling is going to be legalized in Illinois. But this is going to be for everybody that's going to be listening to us on our podcast and listening to us as far as, uh, you know, being 
on the, the ESPN website, hopefully, and giving our games out. So it's going to be interesting. That whole uh, sharp thing, do you think that that's like an antiquated term at this point that yeah. it doesn't exist as much anymore because of the, you know, so much data is available to even very casual players. There you go. It's kind of changed the idea that only a certain group of a, of a you know, guys in Vegas could truly be plugged in and sharp enough to know how to make wise wages. I'll give you an example. That's something from the 70s and 80s, right? Right. I made a birth, I made a, a, my buddy's birthday party. He's like uh, f- uh, 15 years old. I'm 14. My buddy Gooch, Jimmy DiGiulio. Well, his family uh, was involved with uh, some, you know, the bookmaking type yeah. of situation. And they introduced me to a bookmaker named Tony. I was 14 years old. I went on my first payment plan when I was 15. I was paying like, uh, uh, I, I lost 60 bucks and it, and I was on the five buck a month. They took care of me. I mean, so. You were 14? Yeah. That's when I first, and I lost on and off. I said this, I never won in 40 years. What I did is I'd win, then I'd lose. Right. I'd, right. I don't count that. The last five years, it's been docked. I'm 170 games over 500. Check it out. At that's Vegas an amazing run. It's a great run. And Vegas scores and odds, Vegas right? Vegas scores, scores and odds is, is, is my thing. And I've been doing very well. Jeff Allen, who just passed away, was the guy that brought me in. And they laughed at me when I first told him. Then I ended up becoming the best handicapper. So um, it was a challenge for me, but I turned it in. I wanted to turn it into a business. And believe me, people aren't going to be able. What's going to kill people is if they don't listen to certain people and they think they can do it themselves. Take it from me. You can't learn how to win until you learn how to lose, and that's what happened with me. This can be a business for some people. Some people use it what for it, recreation, for fun. I you mean, can I, bet five dollars. You can it. bet fifty. You can bet uh, five thousand a game. You can bet ten thousand a game. But you want to have the best information. But you also want to have a winning thing. Look, if I don't win, I'll be depressed. I don't care if these shows are the best in them yeah. that's ever been, and they will be. I know more about the gambling business because I've been around longer than anybody. And what's basically going to happen is people are going to see my record. Now, if I go 0-2 today, that means nothing because I've gone nine. I've lost nine in a row three different times in the last five years. Nine bets in a row. But I've also gone 18-1-1. I've won 14 in a row. And I won 16-1. And and now I'm on a 20 out of 26 run. So if you lose, scared money has no home. Right. You don't be afraid. Every day is a different day, and you can't play favorites. You can't. If you play, oh, look, there's LeBron. They're getting crushed. Right now they are. They're getting crushed. I hate playing favorites. Well, when <laughs> I'm you, a dog player for the most part. But when I say playing favorites, it's the old, here, there's James Harden. I'm going to like him. If you bet with your heart, if you bet by reading what's supposed to happen, and you know what? If you're a good handicapper, you're a good listener. Now, people go, well, you don't listen to anybody, Mike. No, when you listen, <laughs> you listen to people on TV go, and after you hear about eight or nine, I like the same team, you add that to the equation, okay? I like, if you hear, I like Oklahoma State from five different people. Even if you're watching yeah. the best show going, college game day, you know? Yes. If you hear all four of them take it, and it's also favorable with the six, seven steps I have, then I take that game. So you're going to tell everybody the six or seven, or is that like proprietary Let me tell information? You something. It's like I'm a interested magician. about the steps. BB doesn't give out the recipe for brownies right. or for beef sandwiches. I don't blame her. There's, and if I give out this thing, then everybody's going to know how to win, but I will give you certain, I'll give you guidance. Okay, that's I'm important. not going to be like Sam, some, and Jimmy Pastor put this in the, uh, he found, he got the pulse of this thing, he put it in the press release, saying it's not just going to be about explaining. I got to show people you can win with this. Right. And that's why I'm here, because I, I, I believe 
you know what? I can broadcast, but now I want to broadcast winners. I, you know, I think there should be a gambling league. All these guys that think they're so sharp. Oh, that's next. That's, that's coming. Next. You have, let's say, from VSIN, you have Brent, yep. Brent Musburger. You have Carmen DeFalco. You have Mike North. You have all, all these people that think they're genius. Chase Diamond, uh, Philly Godfather, mm-hmm. Al McMorty. I know them all. And then you put them in a league with divisions. That's how people are going to follow gambling. And I'm encouraged by other stations that are doing it. We're, the, odd, we're the odds couple on ESPN 1000. It's going to be every Friday night, 6 to 7. Uh, he's Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco. We'll give picks. We'll talk about the slate on the weekend. We have no idea what we're going to talk uh, well, about. Well, we'll figure it out, believe well, me. We, I both think we can have, do that. Both of us have plenty to say, so we'll, we'll figure it all I'll out. I'll tell you what. Are you Sicilian? No. I'm my, Sicilian. Napolitan? Three quarters from Naples, and then one quarter of my uh, dad's mother was from all the way down at the very bottom of the boot from Calabria. There so you close, go. Very close. The bottom of the boot. The very bottom there of the boot. I loved Italy. It's the oh, flight that almost killed me. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. Isn't it, it is. I'll I love you. it. Um, and we'll start getting into the games and the slate yep. for this week. I want to ask Mike a few more questions, though. Uh, I, I mean, the response on Twitter was amazing when this press release Ooh. went out a couple days ago. Well, and people are... You, I, people are excited that you're back. I'm uh, excited. You know, retirement, was it not sitting well with you? Or you're like, I got to get back into this thing. No, nah, not gotta... what, well, what happened was when Adam came out, it rekindled, uh, it rekindled something in me. Like the little fire got going But that the fact, if you're going to tell me that the fact that I'm sitting here with my wife and Jeff Schwartz and other people in this place right now, I mean, I got to remember I was the Antichrist for a long time, but that was a different team. I'm on the same team with everybody at ESPN. It's no different than a ball player being traded. You can hey Russell Westbrook could could not like Kevin Durant anymore, but if he gets traded to Golden State, that's it. We're on the same team. This is for moving forward, basically for me. This is I reinvented myself. I became a handicapper. Yeah, I was I was a, I'd been there, done that, and I did it all. It's a little high up on Mount Rushmore, but you know what? I did that, and I'm not being cocky about it. This is something different, though. I got to prove myself with this now. You made your first bet, you were just saying, when you were 14. Yeah. Can, can you believe the way the landscape has changed in mm-hmm. all the years you've been doing this, where it used to be a taboo thing, let's face it. Oh, I my mean, God. It, it was looked down upon. It was sort of seedy. And now it's going to be legal, state by state, sure enough, sooner rather than later. I mean, it's happening. People do it. People talk about it in the open. There were maybe times when they told us not to mention lines, and then all of a sudden, slowly but surely over the years, they kind of encouraged you to bring in those lines and bring up those lines. And broadcasters on professional broadcasts bring them up. I mean, it's really been they a had to sneak it in. Hey, they, look at me. I'm Al Michaels or I'm Brent Musburger, and I got the line. And the, what happened to me was I had a show that I tried out, for, that I, I, NFL handicap show. That was my very first show on radio. I brokered time at 1240 WSBC, and I had. I had Dan Cahill listed in the Sun-Times, NFL handy, and I got to follow it. But that was in 1989. I did NFL uh, handicapping, and I sucked. <laughs> I was bad. So uh, it's going to be a whole new ballgame. Now, it's a whole new day for everybody out there. Enjoy. All right, That's all I can tell you. I want, Mike's going to talk a little bit about his process and how he's become mm-hmm. so successful at this when we come back. We'll start going over the, some slate of games, too. We'll look at things on the docket for tonight. Uh, we got a lot of college basketball. The, you know, oh. the, the smaller tournaments are underway. Usually, like before this, it's all Ivy League. I, I mean, know, yeah. I'm betting Brown. I don't even know where Brown is. I don't know a player on the team, but I win. But if you've got the system, you might not have to know a player. You don't have team, to know it where it still work. The gymnasium, you don't know where it's at. I, I've bet games. I don't even know where the schools are at, and I 
I'd get cash just like if I knew there as, as president of the university. So I got some conference tournament stuff I want to talk about okay. with Mike. We'll look at the NBA slate. And believe it or not, the best bet in all of sports recently has been one of our very own local teams. We'll talk about all that with Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco. It's the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco are the Odds Couple. From two guys who know a good bet when they see one. And who's seen a few of those good bets go bad. No, 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 no! The Odds Cup, only on ESPN 1000. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco are The Odds Couple. From two guys who know a good bet when they see one. And who's seen a few of those good bets go bad. No, 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 no! The Odds Cup, only on ESPN 1000. Every Friday night, 6 to 7, here on ESPN 1000, ESPNChicago.com with Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco. So uh, what's the process like for you? You get up every single morning I, and you start looking at the, the slate of games? Since I've been retired, okay, what I did is I moved out to Huntley with my lovely wife who's with me every step of the way. And uh, I have a golf course out there. I was going to take uh, 19 months, going to take it easy. And then um, I decided, you know, I'm going to start working on some things. I, I started a movie podcast i'm into tcm i'm into all these movies but i'm really into handicapping sports so what i decided to do the last six seven years was beat them because i had been told my whole life you can't beat them can't beat it right? you can't beat them i go well wait a minute okay if you can't beat them then what's the sense of gambling i said let me break this down as a business now i went to bb and i said b i'm going to become the best handicapper in the world and she looked at me because she used to have to go to the bank so it's sort of like saying I'm going to beat Jesse Owens in the yeah, in the tra- right. in, a tra- in the hundred yard dash. She's like, really? Not really. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. Maybe the first step, yeah. and you cheat. <laughs> um, but she said, "Go ahead." She encouraged me. She goes, "If you put your mind to it, you can do it." So I'd get up every morning, and I intentionally longhand everything. I don't type anything into a computer except I get the lines. I started, and then I started charting the games, and I didn't bet anything for two months. And then when I started seeing, I'm going 10-4, with this system, then I came back. Eventually, I put two bookies out of business. So now I got one guy, I'm under an assumed name, okay? Off the record. Nobody knows about it, except me and you. End of tape. Adam, could you and, cut that? And people anyway. listening. And people listening. So, so... Basically, um, I write everything down. Then I circle who I think is going to win before I do anything else. I know I'm the biggest loser of all. I'm my best guy. I'm the guy that I need. I'm mush. Okay. You're any mush from the movie. Right. So what? So you just cir- like first first uh, inclination, whatever you get, you look at I you see every circle, game. And then I you circle each there. one. Right. In other words, I go down the college scoreboard. Yes. For instance, tonight. Uh, you got Illinois State versus Drake. Yes. All right. NBC. That's uh, right, big guy. Oh, man, you know the leagues. You oh, know, I, got, yeah. I just got aroused to hear in the back of my neck stood up. <laughs> um, minus two and a half for Drake and Illinois State. I'll circle one of them. Okay. Then I'll look at other options offense, defense, this and that. And I'll circle who's got the lead and who doesn't. I put in about two hours into it. Okay. But if I really need an emergency pick, I can get one done in five minutes. Really? And give you a winner. Just give a quick I don't care who's playing. I don't care who's hurt. When somebody gets hurt in a a basketball game, for instance, he's going to be out tonight. 
Yeah, it's going to be tough. You know, he's going to be out. And you see the minus 20, even if he's out. Well, the bookie's already adjusted to the point he's going to be out. So what you're doing is you're saying, well, they're giving me 20 points, even though it's a bad team, so-and-so's out. Wait a minute. They based that 20 points on the fact he was going to be out. So, so that's one of the things I learned. I had a guy tell me parlays are bad. I don't like them, personally. I've you like them? I win three out of ten if I play them. Uh, that's not bad. Hey, in baseball, and I used to win. That's o- not bad. No, I used to win O out of ten. Yeah, that, okay? I, I hate. I don't like it. So what's what? But here's the problem, Carmen. They don't teach. They teach you how to bet. They teach you what a round robin is. They don't teach you how to win. The guy didn't give a damn about me when he sent me to my first book. Of course not. He didn't say, "Hey, listen, take my picks." Right. No. It's just like places like gambling, like like other stations. Have a, have their own gambling thing now, but some of them are out of the house. And if you're from yeah. a house hotel yeah. and you're working, I mean, all due respect, you can go one and nine, and they're patting you on the back. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Not mentioning names. How, how many I'm games? Just saying. How many? I'm not saying. How, I'm saying, but I'm not. You know what I'm saying. How many games a day would you say you feel comfortable betting? Two to three. Yeah. I I don't want to give anybody. I'm going to give 25 games out. Okay, good. Yeah, and then good you're going to be yeah. you're going to be signing papers of your your two flat to somebody. Yeah. Okay? That's basically what you're going to be doing. You do 2 to 3 to 4. We can give people all the information we want. But at the end of the day, when I come in next week, you're going to go, "Mike, I listened to that show. Damn, was it good." I go, "I want one to three. I don't want to hear anything. That's what I'm here to do. To win. Give out winners. People. That's it. That's the point of it all. That's it. Ben, I mean, ben, but people don't think it that way sometimes. Oh, they're unprepared. I'm going to take the Bulls because they've won three out of four, and they're scoring over 150 points. I'm taking the under. And the final score is 82 to 79, you know? Bulls play tonight. Uh, that's one of the games we could start with, actually. Okay. Bulls Beautiful. are at home tonight. They are getting four. Detroit's maybe the hottest team in the Eastern Conference right now. Detroit's won 10 out of, uh, 10 out of 12. I mean, and Andre Drummond's playing some of the best basketball of his life. Pistons also 6-1 and one against the number in their last seven against teams with losing records. Kind of shapes up uh, like a Pistons night tonight. I don't know if you have a good feel one way or another. I don't but. have a good feel about it, and I'll tell you why. There's going to be more games we stay away from, Carm, on this show at least. I'd love to bet the Bulls every night or bet against the Bulls every night. Uh, but you know what? That's not my – today, This my method – I'm not even going to say system because every guy says system. Right, my method – Tells me to stay away from the game. Yeah. Okay. Says it's, there's a mixed bag here. And, you know, Detroit minus four. Sure, you could be tempted to take the Bulls. Levine's on, out of his mind right yeah. now. And they're seven and three with Otto Porter. How about that? They're That's really right. Playing Otto Porter. Good basketball right now. I was against that deal. Uh, you know, here comes Otto Porter. Uh, Otto Porter is a much improved player from where he was at Georgetown. I mean, at Georgetown, oh, yeah. he was okay. I go, come on now. But uh, tonight, I would stay away from that game as far as I'm concerned. I'm not going to pick something for people that they are going to lose at. Uh, I got my picks that I'm going to win at tonight or try to win at. And then if I, if you do lose, remember this. It's like a business. A restaurant doesn't make money its first two years. We're going to make money right away. It's just going to take a little bit. Maybe we get off to a good start like I did in the football season. Yeah. But I got to be honest with you. Sylvie and Mark Potash in the Sun-Times, the last two years – whipped me did they and uh what seven, in the 16 and 17 yeah and, yeah. yeah and then and then i said him. wait a minute I, I i gotta believe in the system even with the nfl and there was one year about six years ago the system sometimes won't work yeah or the, the method won't work and all the favorites were winning how about when you read 
Oh, man, the books took a beating. They lost $10 million. Yeah. You don't read that too often. No, very rarely. A couple, couple times, times a year. That's, that's it. it. You're, honestly, you're and right. And you feel bad for them. Yeah, I, I, I people don't know why. Feel bad. Why are you feeling bad for you? Please. We're, pe- we're feeling bad for Caesars. We're feeling yeah. bad for stations. Yeah. We're feeling bad for the Mirage. Have you seen those buildings? I mean, give me a break. What I do you need feel new drapes and I can't afford them. <laughs> and like, I'm feeling bad yeah. for Caesars. They yeah. got, they got, the Tigers eat better than we do. I know. They're like, boy, Vegas really took it on the chin. They lost $10 million. I'm like, And they're million? crying. They're weeping. It's ridiculous. I'm like, like it was a plane crash. Yeah. I go, wait a minute. There's 40 places and none of them closed down. I'm with Mike, though, too. I'm always a big believer in like not betting with your heart, bet with your head. And you could look at your hometown team every night and say, well, I want to bet the Bulls. Oh, they're an underdog tonight at home and they've been playing well. Uh, my inclination would be to stay away from this game, Absolutely, too. If I had Tom. to play it, I'd probably lay the points tonight just because Detroit is really, really playing well right now. And with the Bulls, it can still be kind of a mixed bag, but uh, they're playing maybe We're going to be basketball. such a great team because it's... Yeah, but like you What gotta, did you just say? We're such a good team now. I can tell already. What did you say? I'd stay away, but if I was, I'd take Detroit. Yes. And if I was going to play, I'd take the Bulls. So what we have here is, folks, bet at your own risk. Right. And here's another thing I would say about Carmen and myself. If you don't think we're any good and we pick the same game, go against us. Fade us. Oh, yeah, you could fade. Yeah, that'll happen. There'll be a run where I stink and people start fading. I had a guy that had a homeless sign up on Peterson Western. He goes, I went against Mike North the first five weeks of the NFL season. (laughs) And he had a squeegee. And I said, here, kid, here's a a couple bucks. Don't ever fade me again. I left people in tatters. Because a lot of people take those picks in the Sun-Times or in or Bears Bar Room where I do my picks too, and they go against it. Right. That's going to happen. Guess what? Yeah, like Especially when you're making a lot of picks and you are higher profile, people right. are going to look at it, and if you're in a little bit of a rut or if for whatever you reason, me, maybe they're biased, they're going to fade you. If, you. if you went against me, like people have in the past and won, if you went against me this year, you were 1-18. and 18. In, in NFL? During NFL? In season? the NFL. Yeah, that's next. <laughs> So, if, I mean, I'm just to start the season. Just to start the season. So now, you know, you go home and you got this manly husband and he's crawling around the floor. Looking for change. You know, and his boxers with a cigar sticking out of his mouth looking between the couches for some change. Come on. I'm going to give you one NBA game I like coming up in a few minutes. I mentioned that the... Go ahead. I the, can't wait. I got a good NBA one for tonight, I think. I will give out a good play that By I do have way, a strong feeling By the way, Carmen and I on. both agree on something, that could be a death knell, too. It could be. You never know. Yeah. You don't always want to Sylvie, myself, and Potish, whenever we have like a, the same team, it's a pro- we probably won about 30% of those games. I mentioned that the best bet going right now is the Blackhawks in the over. It yeah. hit again last night. If uh, you started back on – so the last time the Hawks didn't hit an over was January 22nd. They lost the game 3-2 uh, to two to the Islanders. If you started the very next game, I don't know when that was, Jan 24, Jan 26, whenever it was. If you started the very next game with just 100 bucks and you bet the over in every Hawks game up until now, Unbelievable. you would be a millionaire. You'd have about $1.6 million. And if you bet I, the under every game? Be, please. You'd be in trouble. They, you'd be staying at Adam Delavan's house. Exactly. You'd be staying out in his garage. Right. I think he's got a room above it, so at least there's something. And I heard he's going to put in heat. He might. Yeah. Maybe. For next winter, if you're oh. still staying there. You'd be got to make ends meet. That's, the, that's been the best... That's been the best bet going in sports. Let me ask you this. Do you do you subscribe to the theory that you have to play that until it ends? Or do you stick with what the formula says and you take every game on its own it's individual my, basis and individual. you bet it that way? My formula told me tonight the Hawks are going to... Or tomorrow night. Let's or say, tomorrow, tomorrow night at 7 yeah, against they, Dallas. If it told you it's the under... You know when I find out you the take Hawks the under? are playing? When I look at the odds that day. Yeah? You know, I look today, I didn't see them. So right. I they play tomorrow. So... What I'm going to tell you is, 
if the if the method tells me not to take it, is that right? I'm taking the under. Damn, and I feel because like maybe it's the amateur in. me, but I want to play the over until you're never the an amateur once you pay the man for the maybe first that's time. True. Never. <laughs> you're not an amateur. You're anymore. a pro. That's true. You're a pro. I want to play it. You're until Ron it busts. Santo, pal. At third, <laughs> I ever <laughs> tell you the time I was selling Ron Santo pizzas? No, I was a vendor. I'm selling Ron Santo pizzas. I'm going. Get your pro pizza here. He, Santo convinced Phil Wrigley to put two pizza ovens into a, a, an area at Wrigley Field. So he boxed the pizza. It was called Pro's Pizza. And it had his picture on it, Billy Williams and Ernie Banks. I'm a vendor. I get Pro's Pizza one day. I'm going, get your Pro's Pizza here. Get your Pro's Pizza here. It was Santo and Wrigley that split it, right? Yeah. I hear this. Honestly, God, I'm in the first row. 1969. It's about 80 degrees. How's it going? <laughs> How's it going? I'm looking at people. I turn around. I I look at Santo. Awesome. He's looking at me. And now I knew that. And this is great. I go, good. He puts the thumbs up. Two two hit pitches later, there's a ground ball to 30 bops. It kicks it into the outfield. So, He's thinking so, about his money. And no, but this was the best. Then I meet him years later when I'm in the business. And I go, I got to tell you, something happened to me with you back in the day. And he said, what? what? And I said, I told him. He goes, I remember that. I remember. That's a Santo. Oh, oh, no. Whoa. <laughs> you know? He dropped the ball. He no. dropped the No. You can never forget it, I swear. And then God. I was there at a time the Cubs used to get paid with us. Everybody, all employees got paid at the same window. Oh, yeah. I'm in line with three or four of my buddies. Might have been Barry Rosner, who was a, v- a vendor at the time. Like at the end of the game, you go, everybody goes to collect. Seventh it, inning, yeah. you go to collect your money. Right. You had tickets. Right. The Cubs got paid there. Santos behind me, waiting in line. That's crazy. With Fergie Jenkins. There was like one window, really, for everybody one in the One window. Darlene was her name. Blonde. That's crazy. It's all so archaic. This is 1969. Yeah. Some vendor says something to Santo. True story. You can look it up. I was there. There was a problem. What did he say? He had gotten on Don. This was 70, I think. Had gotten on Don Young in 69. Told him he was a lousy center fielder. He was the captain of the team. So he was the captain like LeBron. Uh, you know, I hate you all, but I'm, I'm supporting you. And, and they, they started tussling. That's funny. Yeah. Santo used to come up with two beers in his hands after the game. After the game. All right, Mike's got some of his best plays coming up. I got a good NBA game that I like for tonight. Plus, the MLB, uh, um, Major League Baseball, is instituting some rules changes in how the umpires and how uh, the officials within Major League Baseball's front office are going to get the lineups on a game-by-game basis. We'll discuss some of that with Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco. It's The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. Each Chicago sports talk stars. ESPN 1000 pairs them up for the odds couple. The odds couple. Everything you need to know about the world of sports betting from two guys who've beaten the spread off it. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, only on ESPN 1000. We talk gambling every Friday night, 6 to 7, here on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com with the legendary Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco. So there was baseball news, Mike, this week with uh, the league saying that they're going to start requiring the managers to turn the lineup card in like directly to the league before they post it uh, in the clubhouse, before all the players. Now, I covered a 1,000 games over the years as a reporter, a young reporter in this business. You know, you're, normally you're at the park around 3, 3.30. The lineup gets posted. 
you know, you uh, used to report it back to the radio station. TV stations would do the same thing. Now, in the age of Twitter and social media, you see it pop up on all the reporters' timelines. But I, I guess they want to make sure that there's not an unfair advantage one way or another now that gambling is out in the open and it is going to be legal. Baseball's worried about uh, nefarious business, I suppose. I'm not sure what they think they're going to prevent or what they're worried about, but what did you make of that, that they are actually going to have to turn the lineup cards in to MLB? Okay, let- make sure Mike's in Mike's Okay, down. okay, that's my fault. Let me just say this. This is Adam's baby. Adam Delavant. This whole thing here. This gambling. He came up to us. He's been like a, a crazy dog. I'm going, Mike, this is good. This is good. This is good. This and I agree with him. This baseball story is good. Yeah, this is good. And it, it, it's an interesting story. But as a gambler, I could care less. I don't think it matters, does no. it? I, as a gambler, I could care less. I don't care who gets what first. If they want to cry about it. Baseball has a nefarious. They're afraid of nefarious business, yet they get involved with them. I, I hate the mafia. Hey, there's Luigi. You know, <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, you got to, you got to. You can't be crying nefarious business. Gambling's mainstream now. I, I, I've explained that to everybody. It's been mainstream for a long time, except the media didn't pick up on it. People gamble all the time. There's billions of dollars bet in the Super Bowl, and I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. But I could see where people would be upset in the baseball community. Or they got to have their information. It's like football. I, I, I suppose, but the reality is there that a, a, a player being out of a lineup, even a great player, even Chris you got to know it. Being out of a lineup is probably not going to move a line one way or another too it much should. anyway. I mean, it really isn't. You're, you've got built-in protections in baseball anyway. If John Lester was the starter and you bet that game and all of a sudden John Lester was scratched, that game is off. I've never seen an irregularity and if the game... No, I don't... I, and I'm they'll take you. it off. I will tell you this, though, Carmen. If they said, if Chris Sale's ready to go and he's your starter for that day and five minutes before the game he pulls it out, you know, pulls out because right. he's, he's lame. something scratched. Yeah, he, you already he's you bet the game based on the fact that the information was Chris Sale was going to be the pitcher. And that game is off anyway at that point. At that point, yeah. but if you go early, like if I'm in Vegas at the sports book, sometimes I got my games early. I want to attack. If if the line looks too good to be true, I want to attack because it's going to change. Most of the time, the house has the protection anyway, where they're not going to accept the action even when the pitcher is scratched. Right? You no, know? I mean, so like it. It was it, it, to me, it wasn't a big deal. I, I, I understand. You. Everybody was outraged. I go, what are they outraged about? You know, one manager, I guess, spoke up and he didn't like it, but I, I, I think it's much ado about nothing. Um, You're right. If if Hayward's hurt for the Cubs. And he can't play right field. It's not moving. It's not moving. No, it's not. I think it's about the pitcher. That that's that's the key. And the key in baseball is is the umpires. Normally, a lot of the a lot of guys that make their living doing this. So look, they'll bet baseball all summer. They'll look at the umpires for the, uh, the each particular game. Baseball's the home, fun. To the bet. home plate umpire, and they'll go on their uh, uh, their strike zone. They basically look at an umpire strike zone and they bet totals. That's what they like to do. They do. And I knew umpires. Uh, I met them at Gibson's. Oh, and I that's, knew, they're still their hangout, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, in the chop house and yeah. places like that. And I'd talk to them. And, uh, you know, you knew the umpires that were under. They, they would just, you'd see like a guy like back in the day, Salerno. A lot of his games were three to two, four to two. And, you know, his games would always go on. If under. he's favoring the pitcher, they're, the, the pros are going to jump on and bet on You're him. That, that's how this. it happens. There are umpires that want to get to the chop of house course. by 1030. Joe West is one of them. They want, oh, Joe West. I Please. mean, he helped build the joint. Of course. So, so what? What you don't know is there are umpires that are in big-time, good-time road cities that want to have time to have their fun, to go eat, and there'll be an outside pitch called strike three in the eighth or ninth inning, and guess what? Yeah. I, 
I, I got reservations. Go. I, got, I got dinner. I got to go see Potterelli. <laughs> I got to go see John Potterelli. He's got a table for us at ten thirty. That's hilarious. So, so to me, it doesn't matter. But I could see they got a fake outrage because it's gambling. I guess. I guess maybe all the leagues will start to do it. They uh, had a line in the story that it, you know, sort of mirrors what more developed betting markets overseas are like. Um, give I, me a break. I, I'm I think, terrified to bet overseas. Yeah. How do you collect if they if they decide not no. to give you your money? I won't. Do I it. wouldn't. No way. Hey, I think they just you want went, the money? Come out to Guadalajara. I'm, I'm, I'm on the side street. Right. Are you kidding me? I'd like to know my guy. That's what you should What's be. your name? Know your guy. What's your name? It's uh, Jonah. Where are you from? You know, we're not too far off from just going into the United Center and making a wager. Going into Wrigley they Field should have windows there. a wager. They it's going to be happen. able to do that. And I even heard that they're already talking about putting like a sports book in at the United Center. You know what I heard? It'll be open year-round. You could go in an NFL Sunday where the Bulls and Hawks don't have to be playing, but you can go sit in the United Center. And just bet. And bet and watch games. Well, see, I mean, and that, that's happening. I what mean, happened to the racing industry won't happen to anything else. What, the, what I used to go to Arlington. It was the most boring thing. When I was a kid, I'm 18 years old. We're betting the 10 races or 9 races. 20 minutes between races, and there was no simulcasting. But now that there's so much simulcasting, whether you're doing it from Laurel, Keeneland, yeah. Santa Anita, which has had their own problems Yeah, they got right issues. Now. Yeah, they got some issues, but... Uh, all these racetracks. So you'd sit around between the races with nothing to do, huh? At Arlington Heights back in 1972. Wow. Say hello to my little friend. It's called boredom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But then you'd chart them. But now they got all the races on, and you go broke. The average horse player now goes broke a month in mm. where it used to take a year. But you got races every second now. Is that because you're betting everything? You're betting all oh, over the country, they, all over the world? I don't know if you notice. Horse race, look at horse race players are the biggest degenerate players. I'm sorry. There's 10 horses. I'm going to pick one. No, you're not. We say that in the nicest way possible, but yeah. Well, look, I did, I'm sorry. I mean, I can't pick them. I, I can't either. There's no system for the horses. You know? They say it's like in the genes, right? Like in Popa Greenwich Village. It's all in the genes, Well, Charlie. Yeah, well. Look what happened to Mickey Rourke. Yeah, good, good call. Yeah, Mickey oh, Rourke. Look, look Paulie lost his thumbs. So. Mickey Rourke was doing the wrestle. I go, who's that? They go, it's Mickey Rourke. I go, it's been a tough 20 years. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. All right, I got an NBA game I like. I told I you I was going to give out. Here's an NBA game I like tonight. West Coast game tonight. Uh, the Clippers are hosting the Thunder tonight. I got this game when it was minus two. It's ticked up to two and a half. The Clippers now laying two and a half. I got it at two. But OKC had a very emotional, charged up overtime win on the road in Portland last night. Nurkic got tossed from the game. It was just, uh, it was pushy. It was shovey. I saw that. And Oklahoma City won on the road. This is one thing I always like. Now, an in NBA overtime, team, right? in overtime, an NBA team Come that's got to. think you're playing with kids? I know all this. Come on now. An NBA team that's got to travel after an overtime game, flight all the way down the coast to California. Clippers have been waiting since Monday after that win against the Lakers. They're uh, very well rested. I like. The Clippers tonight laying two. You might have to do two and a half now because that line was tick, ticking up. So that's one I do feel good about. And the Clippers haven't left the state of California since February. They've had two road games this month, one in Sacramento. They were the road team against the Lakers on Monday. They've been at home. They're rested. They're ready for Oklahoma City tonight. There was a, a movie called The Tender Trap with uh, Debbie Reynolds and Frank Sinatra back in the 50s. This is Carmen's Trap. Okay, It's a trap game, you think, huh? See, you're I on think the other because, side of this. You know what I said? The same thing you were saying. And then I charted the game, and this is a game we're going to stay away from because I have it marked off. All right, but so you I don't like it. I have Oklahoma City. Now, what we can do is keep us uh, what you would call an, a, 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 keep track of things that we yeah. uh, and it keep a keep a little pattern of what's going on. But I like Oklahoma City for the, all the reasons you said. It's Played too easy like- to take the Clippers. 
It's too easy. You just explained it. I did. They're retired. Westbrook was emotional. They played overtime. Played overtime. The Clippers are on fire. They haven't left this place. They had a good meal before the game. <laughs> they took a nice plane. They got nice cars, and they bought a new pair of shoes. Except one thing. Why is the line only two? Why? So I would say... Interesting counter. Well, yeah, that's true. Th- I'm just saying, uh, you gave me the I same... I don't know how the Clippers are winning right now, by the way, but they keep winning. Here's what I did. I like the Clippers with you. The system started turning the other and way. It says Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. But let's this is the first bigger. time Mike's system against my gut. Let's see what happens. Well, I'm gonna. Tonight. I gotta mark this. Are we marking right. this down, Eric? This can go officially yeah. go down as one Yellow of my the, plays. You can keep track of it. I like the Clippers. This isn't officially tonight. a play, but this is called Adam a counter play. Mike's counter. Play. That's fine. That's where we that don't works. give it to anybody. That works. Okay. Mike does have his best plays coming yep. up. Plus, I got some college basketball tournament action stuff that I want to talk to you about. We'll do that next. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. It's The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. The Odds Couple. Everything you need to know about the world of sports betting from two guys who've beaten the spread off it. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. Only on ESPN 1000. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. Each Chicago sports talk stars. ESPN 1000 pairs them up for The Odds Couple. We are the Odds Couple every Friday night here on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com 6 to 7. Get gambling talk predictions, all kinds of fun stuff. It's a great time of year because we've got March Madness now. We've got tournaments this weekend, Mike. you got Missouri Valley going on. Uh, mm-hmm. Only one team is going to get in this year into that field, and it's going to be the winner. Maybe Loyola. I hope Again, Loyola, Loyola won today. I hope they do, too. I really do. My wife knew Sister Jean. Bebe oh. went to school at Loyola. Go Loyola, no. Yeah, my wife she, went to Loyola. Yeah, they all know Sister Jean. Oh yeah, she was uh, BVM. Uh, we had BVMs at St. Gertrude's, and uh, very aggressive, yeah. very aggressive, but very good teachers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you had got this. Had to duck every so often. Of course. Yeah. yeah. You got the Salukis tonight, about a three and a half, four point favorite against Northern Iowa. One note on that game. I'll just give this piece of information. I'll do with it what you want. The total has been anywhere from 126 to about 127 and a half. It's right, uh, 127 right now. The under in this series in the last 26 meetings has come in 20 times. Just something to chew on for Missouri Valley action tonight. When Lipscomb's been like this darling of college basketball all season. I always love right? those schools, Lipscomb, which, uh, I, by the way, would fall in line if, if I do take Lipscomb. I have no idea where it's at. I don't know why you named it Lipscomb. It sounds like a tea company. It sounds Lipscomb like a di- it sounds like a disease almost. Like yo, you got some lips. Did you hear what he got? He got the lips coming. Right? Doesn't oh. that what it sounds like? And I think it's a na- I think it's a Nashville. But um, it's funny. You're right. It's like I can't tell you. I've seen Lipscomb. I mean, when are we going to watch them? You can actually watch the final of uh, the Atlantic Sun. It's Lipscomb Liberty on ESPN tomorrow. But they're like one of the darlings of college basketball this year. They've been a great cover. They're probably going to the tournament again for the second straight year. The only two times they've ever gone if they take care of business on Sunday. And Belmont, is Belmont going to make an appearance? Unbelievable, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. um, any other uh, good uh, any other good uh, college basketball stuff you I, You like know who weekend? I like? I got to tell you something. I like Oklahoma for some weird reason. If really? they could get into the tournament. I don't know what's going to happen. I like Kruger. They've been hot of late. Boy, they, they did a number on Kansas the other night. Yeah, and Kansas. Look, let me just say this about Kansas. It wasn't the fact that Kansas was so dominant in the Big 12 and even when they had 12 teams. It's the rest of the teams that were so inept. You let a team with mostly a 
above-average talent. You couldn't say Kansas has had the greatest talent in the world because they don't win every year. I mean, they haven't had Kentucky talent. You're right about that. No, they and really yet every haven't. year they're winning. And I'm saying to myself, that's on Oklahoma State. That's on Oklahoma. That's on all these schools there. Why are you letting Kansas intimidate you, for God's sake? Sure, you had the Danny Manning years. But Kansas is favored. Listen, people make the sucker bet every year. Whether they're buying teams in the NCAA pool, they yeah. Kansas is always a high draft pick, always. and usually you got your you know things in your hand by the end. That's yeah. it. That has happened with Kansas a lot. We rub that into Danny's. You sound like the dean lot. of Kansas. For no, I'm not. I give you Dan- sound like you went there. I, I will. You say sound that. like you like them. You sound like you've been to the Jayhawk Arena. I've never been. Now Danny's Edelman, one of our executive producers. I knew there was a connection. Danny, Danny loves Kansas. He went there. We give him crap about it a lot. I will say, are I you think, good friends with him? Yeah, well, I'm going to hurt his feelings. They stink this year, and I got something else for you, Dan. Kind of, he even says that. I can't believe I finally met Danny the other day because so many times he gives such great advice on the food. Oh, he does his keto stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think he's a little. Uh, to you me, blend a little, uh, you blend the juice, and then you put it in with the asparagus, and then what you do is you hope you get a good a good sweat going. Listen, he's trying to do. He's trying like to do him. good, but he, but he takes it to the nth degree. Well, he does, and so I'm afraid to even say, well, I'm eating five bullseyes oh, and you, some Twizzlers you right not now. Because he'll get mad at me because I'm eating candy. And now you're ripping Kansas. You're really on the pain of mind list. Well, you know what, Zetterman, I, he's not a normal man. I mean, the guy looks like he, he could play hide-and-seek behind a straw. My God. <laughs> How old is the guy? That's the best line. He could play hide-and-seek behind a straw. <laughs> we he's in say, too good a shape. He's in too good a shape. I'm suspicious. When a stiff wind blows, Danny goes flying All down right. the street. So there's your uh, pound camp. But I will say, I thought the the streak was pretty incredible. I mean, they're not playing in the... The Pac-12, they're not playing it. Because that, that as a basketball conference, it has stunk recently. Name me the 10 top Kansas players of all time. Not, most of them didn't play in the last 14 years. Will Chamberlain comes well, to mind. Well, Will, Danny Jojo Manning, White. Jojo, Jojo White. White uh, Kirk Heinrich would probably be in there. Paul uh, Pierce, yeah. for sure. But you're right. You're going back. They, they didn't have these guys, and all of a sudden they're beating everybody's brains To me, brains that makes in. it even more impressive, though. I mean, like, the way Bill Self has been able to dominate that league year in and year out is kind of remarkable. It's, it's like, a pretty good basketball It's like week. me and you playing, uh, dominating a league that, that the, the tallest guy is four foot seven. That wouldn't be fair. Come on. Would be ugly. Uh, what are what are your best plays that you're looking at for the weekend specifically? Just well, so you just know. brought it up. I brought it up. Let's hear it. Northern Iowa. Okay. Against Southern Illinois tonight. Uh, I have them, if you will look up the spot, I have it at three and a half. Yeah, that's that's it. It's three Southern, and a half, four. It was three and a half when I left. Northern last Iowa and Southern Illinois have uh, have had off seasons. Northern Iowa was for a couple of years there. Oh, yeah. Turning into the Gonzaga of the Midwest. So I might as well get off to a spanking all in one start and go with Northern Iowa tonight. I don't know one player on the team. I don't know where the school is, except I know it's up north. It's in, in Iowa, Iowa somewhere. Yeah. All right, so Northern Iowa plus the points tonight? Plus the three and a half. And yes. I gave you that note on the I under two. I threw dice on this one. If, huh? if you like the, if you want to get your feet wet with the total a little bit, just remember, in 20 of the last 26 meetings, the under has come in. You in will never games. see me make a total on this show. No? Biggest never? sucker p- bet going. I usually That's don't like betting unders cars. either. Life's too short to bet unders. That's give me I the say. Bears minus five and yeah. a half and give me the, uh, no give me the over four, 40 and a half. Stay then away. the Bears win by 30. But they lose on the total, I'm, I'm and you, you don't win the parlay. No parlays. Two games. I'm with you. No par- we could do parlays. No totals for uh, me. You like totals. You're addicted. You're I'm like not a, addicted. You're like the guy in the gangway with the one shoe on. Yeah, and you you know you got the, the tie up. You, yeah, you're doing some. That, that yeah, guy? you're doing some bad that's things. A, that's a bad. That's, that's a bad, bad thing right now. You're addicted I, I to it. And I tell you what, I've got to have a real strong conviction if I'm ever going to play an under because life is too short. To I play need it. a strong look. I don't have a strong conviction about Northern Iowa. What I'm going to explain to everybody is I'm giving you a game that. Is that was the biggest one of the biggest games in Northern Iowa tonight? What's the other one? 
Well, this is in the NBA, handsome. All right, good. And uh, it's Memphis. Okay. They kill me. For some reason, the system suckers itself in. Now, the system's not perfect. Every system, like I said, I've... I, if, Memphis bucked the system normally? Yes. Yeah. So, But if you jump off Memphis, guess what's going to happen, Karen? You're screwed. They're going to cover. Right. They're going to win by 20. Right. They're going to say, I'll tell you what, if you didn't bet Memphis tonight, you're a dummy. You know what I mean? So I'm going to take Memphis. I think it's at plus five. That's what I said today. And, you know, they got rid of, like, Gasol's brother. Yes, they did. They still got Memphis Conley. is getting five. You're right. Like, I got it at five and a half. You don't mind, do you? No, I don't. I need every point I getting can get. Getting five, five and a half against yeah. the very good Utah team. Yeah, I mean, Utah is on the road, and they're minus five. That's how bad Memphis is. Um, all right. You got Northern Iowa plus three and a half and Memphis plus five and a half. All right, Mike and I are on opposite sides of another NBA game, but I do like the Clips tonight. And yeah. That's for one me, of our deals, yeah. That's what, yeah. For me, keep playing the Hawks until it busts. I don't know. I know Dallas isn't a very good offense, but they scored uh, three quick goals last time they played the Hawks, and that game went over. It's just been such a ridiculous streak. Maybe you ride it until it ends, but the yeah. Hawks are the total in good the game tomorrow to is good seven. Luck, and it's the under, believe it or not, the, the over is plus 110 right now. So you actually don't even have to lay any no, juice to don't. get the over tomorrow. Well, for night. anybody that doesn't know what juice is, that's going to be, listen, if you put 100, it's 10%, 110, 200, exactly. 220, 300, 330, 1,000, 1,100. So right now you can, you can bet the over, you can put $100 down, and you can win 110 instead of laying 100. Stay away from spring training baseball. I oh, bet the Boston please. Red Sox the other day minus 170. The next thing I know, I'm, I'm weeping on the floor. Yeah, I'm in the fetal stop. position. Stop. You don't need Just that. saying. That's like I the horse have, player. Listen. I go from the bedroom to the front room to the kitchen six <laughs> times a day on a rotation. I look out the drapes. I'm retired. Okay. Uh, All right. We'll be back next Friday. Thanks to uh, Eric Ostrowski. Got to wait a week for this wonderful show. You got to wait a whole other week. Okay. You're gonna be chomping at the bit. Thanks, Man, to Eric Ostrowski. Thanks to Adam Delavitt, Jim yep. Pastor, and Jeff Schwartz, and BB for being here. BB and uh, the sales uh, staff, uh, the uh, Lou Malnati's Pizza, just tremendous. And thanks to everybody. Uh, It's great to be back. Good luck to everybody this weekend. Happy wagering. Mike is back. It's going to be Mike North and Carmen with you every Friday, 6 to 7. The Odds Couple. Have a great weekend, everybody. Let's win some money. See you next week. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco are the Odds Couple. From two guys who know a good bet when they see one. And who's seen a few of those good bets go bad? No, 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 no! The Odds Cup, only on ESPN 1000.